Hey, Jessica. How's it going? We already did the intro. I mean, the outtake, so we can just jump right into the topic. <laughs> so, we, the last uh, two episodes, we talked about kind of like the cost of not doing anything and why you should do something now. And it got me thinking about what actually gets uh, CEOs and, and business owners excited about moving on their plans is because they've got a clear idea of what their purpose is. So purpose being, you know, combination of mission and vision. And um, then we started talking about, well, we ought to talk about all the things that make a brand a brand, right? Because the misconception is branding is uh, just what we do on the on the visuals and the logo, right? Or, yeah. then, you know, if somebody really understands it, they might say, well, it's also the messaging. But it's more than that, too. It goes deeper. There's lots yeah. of components to it. And kind of this is the foundational component of brand, don't you think? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I think, you know, we we talk about kind of the four levers that we pull being your audience, your brand, your marketing system, and your web presence. And I think brand is is the one where a lot of people enter in and they mm -hmm. think, oh, yeah, like I need a logo. I need, you know, to be online. How do we look like what we want to look like? Um, and brand is actually so much more than that. Yeah. Uh, that it's, it's a lot of good conversations and particularly for leaders who are growing into the next phase of their leadership, right? So taking their business to the next level, it's really a key uh, important uh, fact uh, definition for them to really, really get, get clarity on because it is the central piece to how you interact. Um, mm -hmm. I often describe it as it's, it's every, uh, expectation of interacting with your business with never actually talking to you. Um, yeah. And so there's a lot that's wrapped up in there. So I actually thought maybe we could start, especially since you being a, a UT graduate, as we all know, because because uh, I hang it on my wall. Yeah, you make you <laughs> life make me member our purpose on our wall, which is actually pretty important. But <laughs> I thought we'd start by maybe you could just give us your definition of what a brand is. Oh, yeah. So branding it, to me is the meaning behind the company. And it's everything that your employees and your customer come in contact with in regards to your company. And yeah. so when you have a clear understanding of what you're, what you're trying to accomplish with that brand, you can make better decisions on <laughs> internal processes and communication and you can make better decisions with your marketing and external communication um, but it is it is multi-dimensional you know it's it's sitting there your cup of coffee looking at your logo and going what does that mean <laughs> what does that really mean yeah you know it's not it's not just a stamp it's like what are you trying to do yeah. with your company and how do you want people to perceive it? Yeah, it's a no, lot. I think that's, I think it's, it's a good definition because it's not just looking at the logo, but even for me, you know, writing an email a minute ago where 
uh, I was getting a little frustrated, if I'm honest. I know you guys see me on screen and I'm so polished and put together and my bangs are always perfect. But I get frustrated. And I've learned I need to process through that before I communicate because part of our brand is to be service oriented. And if we're helping customers grow, there's going to be growing pains, right? Yeah. And, and on that little poster behind you, it says positivity somewhere. <laughs> that, that one. It's the heart. It's uh, the heart. Yeah. It's the heart one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Uh, I, I didn't turn to look at it because I'm, I'm looking at the camera. Um, well, just to give you guys a, an idea as to where we're going, we're going to talk about four of the main components of brands. This is going to be a four-part series. So brand, the four-part series. Um, and by four-part, I really mean five-part because uh, I misspoke a second ago. <laughs> It's so good. It's so difficult, it just, guys. <laughs> the series just got longer. <laughs> Maybe it'll be six by the time we're done. But here People are, the, are here's the five components. It. Here are the five components of the brand. One is your purpose. This is what we're going to talk about today. But the second is your value proposition. The third is your personality. The fourth is your actual branding, right? Mm -hmm. The the look and feel and tone, the experience on paper, on the computer screen First and then the yeah. the last is the customer experience so what are those mm -hmm. interactions what are the channels through um those are all the things that we think about when we brand companies mm -hmm. and our process for really digging into that is is great because you you get to know yourself so much better than you did before you started the process That's and it true. really helps you think critically about every aspect of your, your business from your marketing, obviously, but like Jessica said, from leadership to customer interactions to uh, to literally how you greet people when they walk in. Yeah, the so it's great. I think about so, the, one of the times I was the most stuck as a business owner is when right before you helped us go through this process, you know, and the the trigger question I'll always remember is Brandon, our founding employee, our creative director. He said, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what, what are we doing here? What is, what are you, what, where are we going? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I really feel like this train's out of control. Yeah, and like, at that moment, if you'd asked me to make any major investments in my company, I would have been like, no, I, because I don't know why. What am like? I haven't defined in my head what I'm trying to accomplish here, you know, yeah. besides making a sustainable living for me and my employees. And that's not, unfortunately, that's not enough. Like, you have to understand yeah. how the company fits into the bigger picture, believe in it, and then it's just so much easier to, to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think there's a lot of things that rock your stability and mm -hmm. brand is one of those things that exists above and outside of that. And so mm -hmm. it really is an important anchoring point for the organization. We've talked about in the past, um, no one can go anywhere. So we talked about change management last time and no one can go anywhere unless you can give them a vision as to where you're going to take. And when we talk about purpose, vision, and values, that really is such a key, important idea. 
I think too, one of the, the things that inspired this conversation you mentioned last week is KPMG uh, provided uh, some research recently that yeah. um, we'll probably do a blog post about and include the link when we're promoting this so you guys can read it too, but it really talked about um, leaders, CEOs, in terms of coming out of this time, kind of re reinvigorated to really uh, reconnect to the purpose of why their business exists. Mm -hmm. And it's such a, a good outcome, I think, at this time. Is it really, um, this time being COVID time, for, for those of you 10 years from now still watching this and going back and the reruns on Nick. Binge watching old um, episodes. Yeah. Uh, 2020, the year that never ended. Um, yeah. But it, it really is like it's it's drawn into question so many things and, and with so mm -hmm. much instability that it's natural for people to, to look inwardly and, and really think about why, why am I doing these things? And mm -hmm. uh, for a lot of organizations, especially the clients that we work with, there's some really good reasons like really good that you don't think about when you think oh man i gotta get up i gotta write that yeah. email i gotta do the work right right so yeah, yeah. i mean I, I i really love this topic um well, yeah, so, why, don't, why don't we start like tell us where where did we start kevin do you remember when you oh, came and man. helped us define mission and vision for our company yeah, that's such a great way to talk about it, right? So yeah. um, a lot of what, what we've done as an organization or, or we've, we're going through these growing pains too. So I think it was three or four years ago, uh, uh, Jessica reached out mm -hmm. and told me that story. It's like, I, I don't know where we're going. And, yeah. you know, my, uh, my peers, my advisors, I would say, you know, this is the stage in your growth where you need to really put that stake in the ground about what you're about. Um, and so we talked about a process for developing vision and values. Um, mm -hmm. And really, again, for us, it's, it's clarifying um, why, right? It's the why and it's the, the main like how of, mm -hmm. of the business. So why do we exist? Um, there's an exercise that you can go through um, that is uh, called Our Best Work. And mm -hmm. I took our company through that. And really what we did is we just asked every employee, like, tell me a story about you doing your best work. Mm -hmm. And in that story, like, make sure you tell me who it was for, what specifically you did, and what it, it did for them as the outcome. And the focus being on the customer, um, not you because you exist to help someone else to serve them and so when you go through this exercise um, you're going to hear these stories and see these themes and what you can do is you can uh, circle uh, every story where it says the, the who we helped that's your customer right that's that's the the reason why you exist is to create some value for them um, and that can be internal too. It can be for your employees, but if, mm -hmm. if unless your employees are paying you, you're not <laughs> going to be making money. Um, and I question the foundation of your business model. The next piece is what what we did. So what was our best work in that moment? You know, we, I, you know, for me, it's I, I really dug into the actual experience to understand and gain the insight that really served as the foundation for. Mm -hmm 
um, what the vision and value was and, and provided the ability to articulate it in a way that made sense. And, yeah, and I think really for exciting. us, you did, um, so this was before you were employed here, right? So you had a, mm -hmm. like a third party perspective. You came in and you talked to clients that we knew were pumped about working with us. Yeah. And we needed to hear from them what we had accomplished with them. And then you brought it into a workshop with me and our marketing director and our creative director. And we discussed what are we, what is our purpose here is obviously to help these business owners that are so passionate about what they do to grow and be successful. And that's how we get excited about work every day. Yeah. So having the moment where we're kind of all on the same page about, uh, yeah, this is meaningful. And then help, you helped us define that um, to kind of draw that out from us. Because, you know, yeah. you, if you don't go through the exercise, it's really hard to stop and, and think about it. Yeah. And that, that is what those, those elements really bring out is mm -hmm. what are we doing, right? That's the action. For who? For what purpose? And that's the last part. What is that transformation for them? Yeah. And what you hopefully will see is that it's not we designed really cool logos but it's we designed really cool logos that then they were excited to promote that enabled their growth that they had the confidence to position themselves to actually put themselves out there which is really one of the hardest i think struggles for business leaders is that insecurity of like is this really going to work? Like, will people mm -hmm. buy from us? Um, and so, yeah, that's, I mean, for us, when we talk about branding um, and when we talk about brand identity as one of our four levers, like that's one of our services in brand consulting. It's like, mm -hmm. let, let us help you walk through that process together, but from an outside perspective, right? Because yeah. I don't have that insecurity about, do I really do that? I get to just listen. And, and speak those truths back to you. So yeah. it really is, it really is foundational. You're, uh, this reminds me of back in my, my former life, I was a marketing director at a private school and they did every Wednesday they had mass, Catholic mass, and they had visiting priests. And one of the priests came in and it wanted the, his whole thing was about uh, vocation. So what is, a, what is vocation, right? How do you find your, your career? And this is to a bunch of kids, elementary school, middle school kids. But as an adult, it really struck me. And he said, it's not just what you like to do, but it's also what the world needs from your skill set. And when those things come together, you've, you have a vocation with purpose. And he yeah. said, so kids... You might want to grow up to be, you know, an artist, but figure out what the world needs from your art and creativity and turn that into a career. And I think businesses yeah. have that opportunity too, because they get started because they like the thing, but connecting it then with what the world needs and what the world is getting out of it is what they need to understand in order to find purpose and mission. Yeah, no, that's really great. I thought you said Catholic math. Like arithmetic, <laughs> and your story made no sense for the first like 
10 seconds. You're like, Catholic. Um, I didn't know Catholics had different math. <laughs> there are math. So my, I, I never experienced that. Um, That's funny. <laughs> for me, growing up, I wanted to be an astronaut. And mm -hmm. the whole idea of exploration and adventure and challenge um, was really great. And just um, problem solving too, right? Like mm -hmm. something that there's no foundation for, we're gonna learn something new. Um, as I got older and realized I really love working with people. And so my, my focus shifted, but that core, that purpose, didn't I? I still love exploring, and now I, my career has been about helping other people explore the mm -hmm. unknown of the trajectory they're on to become the best that they can be. And it, it's actually like so uh, enlightening for me because I I am invigorated in work. Um, yeah. I know what I'm contributing to. Um, it makes that ninety percent of my work, which is work, uh, mm -hmm. in well, I was going to say enjoyable, but it, it puts it in a context <laughs> that makes it worthwhile <laughs> because I know what I'm working towards. And yeah. And I just imagine a, like if the world didn't need that service, <laughs> if you were just out there like, I'm helping business owners explore. Do you need this service? And nobody actually needed the help. But you're like, but this is what I enjoy doing. <laughs> but the world didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a real misalignment, right? <laughs> yeah. No, and that, that's the astronaut thing, right? Like, yeah. Uh, shortly after I graduated college, September 11th happened, and everything aerospace ground to a halt. And the world didn't need astronauts mm -hmm. the way that it did. And that is You're too tall to be an happens. astronaut, though, right? Too I mean, awesome honestly. To be an astronaut. I agree too tall. You said, yeah, too <laughs> awesome. They're synonymous to short people. <laughs> uh, Did that, was that someone heard that in the other room and laughed? That was great. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> like making fun of short people. I, I just yeah. built up, like, I just told this story about my childhood, and I built up all this brand equity, and then I made fun of short people. <laughs> Jerk. Send him to space. How about? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> it's never too late. Yeah. I'm ridiculously tall. If you guys uh, ever become clients and come work with us in person, it is one of the, the nice surprises that people have. They're like, oh, you're tall. I'm like, yes, I am means that I can write on the top of the whiteboard, which is very beneficial when we're going through. And I, I, I just write on the bottom because <laughs> I'm only 5'2". <laughs> I feel like we went way off the rails right now. So, so I was going to tie it back to that KPMG thing that I was reading because to me, maybe it's more obvious when you're, it, when you're the CEO of an enterprise company and you're sitting back in your chair and you're trying to figure out how do I make decisions for this business and for my board in this moment, right? And then you look over at that whatever framed poster thing you have hanging in the hallway about purpose and you go, that's how I make this decision. But I think for small, medium-sized businesses, like we talked about in the previous episode, they're so overwhelmed with the, a number of decisions and risks to weigh 
Um, and when I read that report today, I just thought that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like we forget, yeah. we should just take a moment and look at our purpose and our mission. And what was great about that report, it said something like 77, 70 something percent of CEOs kind of refined their purpose or changed it a little bit this year uh, because of COVID. And it was necessary to kind of see, like we've talked about before, your stakeholders and your clients and your customers, their needs might have shifted and changed dramatically. Uh, and if your vision or mission was too specific in something, then you've got to change the way you serve your stakeholders this year. And maybe the purpose of that company shifted a little bit. Uh, you have to take a couple of giant steps back. And then when you can get excited about it again, then it's easier to take big steps forward. Yeah. That's yeah. what's great about the, the exercise too. The how and the who. I mean, the, mm -hmm. the why and the who, right? This is what we're creating for our audience. Those things are, are closed, closed fists, right? That, mm -hmm. that is exactly why you exist that's needed in the world. The how you do it, you have to be open-fisted with that because that requires constant evaluation, constant innovation, because people's needs, circumstances change. And this year has mm -hmm. been uh, a, a case study in that over and over and over again. And the businesses who are committed to that purpose and, and able to ruthlessly go after delivering that value are the ones who are, are winning right and are gonna come out ahead and have built up brand equity, right? What they're known for, what the expectation is and the hope is of engaging with them because there's mm -hmm. a hope element of it too, right? You want your customers before they engage you to have associations with your name, with your logo that, that lead them to the promise of what working with you is gonna be like. And so for us, that, that this is such a, a, an important time to evaluate what those things are because you get to set those expectations through mm -hmm. branding. And that's what our workshops are about, is really clarifying not only what is that promise, what are the expectations, how do you deliver on it, how do you communicate it, how do you articulate it, how do you lead your team in understanding what it is, mm -hmm. and then how do you get that message out through marketing. So. Oh, I'm so Ooh. glad we had this conversation too, because just being someone who's a lot like our clients, I mean, it feels good to get reinvigorated about our our mission statements to help businesses prepare for their next phase of growth. Yeah. And we're doing it and I'm excited about it and I believe this is the right time for them. And so I'm like, I just I'm glad that we're doing this podcast and I found personally the conversation super helpful. Oh, good. I'm glad I thoroughly enjoy it and I enjoy what we do, enjoy what we're about. It's why being a service provider to this company and then years later being excited to actually join it because the alignment was there. And as an employee, like I'm living testimony, like I much to my wife's chagrin, like maybe get a little more excited and choose to work a little bit more than uh, I should in this crazy time. Um, because I'll what take we're it. Doing is <laughs> I know.
Oh, oh awesome. Um, yeah. So next week or whenever. Next week. In a couple weeks. I mean, yeah. Production calendars are, are so confusing. But um, <laughs> next, what I'd like to really talk about is the value proposition, right? Because yeah. you can be all about whatever your your internal drive is, your mission is, and have that be so misaligned from what your customers need that um, honestly, no one cares. And yeah. one of my one of my favorite things about uh, branding that I've ever heard you say was, "No one cares about your Taco Tuesday anymore." Um, and I think that's really true. Like we need to anchor all of this in what your customers care about, mm -hmm. because unfortunately they're not going to just start off super excited about you. You have to earn that. So we'll talk that's about true. how next time. That sounds good. All right. Well, thanks Kevin. Yeah. Well, see you later, Jessica. Bye. Bye.